go. Hi, this is Morris Robinson, and you're listening to the CVH Podcast. Oh my god. That was uh, Morris Robinson. Um, I've known Morris a long time. Really, like one of the one of the very first people I met in this business. We're we're um we're both lucky to have the greatest agent on earth, and uh, we've both been with her since day one. I mean, I know I was picked up as a baby, and I think he was too. I think Morris still had a football helmet on when he met Caroline. <laughs> the first time I heard Morris, um, I was. You know, when you have the same agent, you, you end up doing uh, auditions basically at all the same time. So we'd meet uh, other friends on the roster and colleagues on the roster when you'd go into New York and have an audition. And so that's how I met Morris. I I followed him in an audition. <laughs> and I heard his voice through the door. Um, I think he sang Il Lacerato Spirito, which base, young bases are wont to do. And... Uh, I mean, it sounded like a subway was coming through the door <laughs> and that we should get out of the way. Uh, it was it was shocking and humbling and uh, motivating, frankly. I knew I, I knew I had some work to do. I was like, shit, this is the guy I'm following right now. <laughs> and Morris comes out and he couldn't be a sweeter guy, really, just could not be a sweeter man. It was so encouraging to me and, and, and nice, and, and um, later on he met my family when I was um, uh, doing the Met competition again. He just couldn't have been sweeter and, and more uh, welcoming to me and me and my, uh, and my people. And uh, I love the guy, and, and sweet of him to do that for me. And again, what an incredibly masculine voice. I mean, let's just, I'm, I'm willing to hear it again. I think we should all listen to this again. Hi, this is Morris Robinson, and you're listening to the CVH Podcast. I mean, imagine following that in audition. It was really intimidating. <laughs> uh, I love seeing Morris. I hope we get to uh, get back to it soon. I had a funny thing. I mean, today is uh, Sunday, and it's just now five minutes to six and so um uh you know the quarantine has begun not quarantine but the uh, the curfew the six o'clock get the fuck in your apartment uh curfew because the cops are out and unless you are holding a briefcase and walking with um with purpose they're gonna start giving you a hard time they gotta get people off the streets but sort of what i'm learning over and over again here is that um classically that Whatever the rule is, there's also 95 reasons why you don't need to follow it. And it's so French. And really, it just seems like you have to wear a mask unless you're doing anything. That is the rule here. Uh, all the bars have set up little happy hour tables. <laughs> and they're passing out drinks to go. It's fucking Mardi Gras out here. If you have a drink uh, in your hand and close to your mouth, your your mask doesn't need to be on. And so... It's just it's it's uh, New Orleans. People just walking around with with uh, beverages. This is this is Parisian life now. They're like, oh, we got some rules. We're gonna figure out how to how to not follow them. Anyway, I'm a good soldier. I'm in my apartment by six. The day is over. Uh, I had a couple of friends send me this article. Um, 
three people, in fact, <laughs> shared with me this article, and I couldn't help but to uh, to bring it here. Uh, it's from the New York Post, so you know it's reliable. <laughs> For those of you who did not grow up in New York, the New York Post um, is a rag. It's um, it's borderline trash. And when I was a kid, I think it cost twenty five cents, like. Newsday was fifty cents, but but uh, the New York Post was twenty five cents. That might have <laughs> it's probably gone up since, but it was trash. It was like a, a a whole whole thing of trash. So this this was quite an article, and it was a Paris COVID orgy broken up last week. <laughs> there was an eighty one person orgy, which I thought was hysterical that there'd be an odd number, because I I mean I haven't been to an orgy. I haven't really, I've never been invited to one, but I would imagine uh, you sort of have to bring a partner. I'm not, <laughs> I mean, I, maybe there's a single lady involved. Sure, probably a single lady can get uh, invited to one of those things. She would be very popular, but um, 81 was funny. Maybe somebody snuck out <laughs> as the cops were uh, raiding the place. Uh, but I thought that was amazing. And, and they were only charged with uh, breaking COVID curfew. There was, <laughs> the, I I don't think they even broke like a number of people gathering. Uh, they might have been they might have been under the number, <laughs> but they just got nailed for the for the curfew, which is like 140 euros. Uh, but I thought that was amazing. I did not get the invite to the 81 person Paris orgy. Is that a regular thing? I mean, these people do seem to be highly sexualized, but. Uh, 80-person orgy. I'm just trying to imagine, like, you're going to need a warehouse, right? It's not <laughs> It's not something you can just do, like, um, you know, in a hotel suite. <laughs> I wondered if it was just like a sex club. Uh, when you say, you know, the, the, the headline, which is the New York Post, so we can all take it with a grain of salt. 81-person um, uh, orgy is about the, the funniest thing I can think of. It's just a lot of flesh. <laughs> um, tomorrow is my first day of work. Finally. I'm recording this on Sunday. I'm going to release it tomorrow, but I'm recording it on Sunday because I do have to work most of tomorrow. Um, yeah, first day you know, back in school. It's a big one. I had to go get a COVID test. I went and got that yesterday. Um, I, this is like my fifth or sixth COVID test at this point. I've done a lot. But this is the first time I really got the brain tickler. Uh, you have to go down to the pharmacy. Of course, you're not charged here for it. In the States, I paid $150 each time I did it. Uh, and here, uh, you just walk in, and they're very happy to take care of this for you. So, fuck CVS. Um, yeah, and so I went in and filled out my one tiny sheet of paper. And the guy was right there, ready for me. And I sat down, and he had me tilt my head back. And then out came the... <laughs> the 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 q-tip but you know it's it's as long as a pen i mean it's it's a big q-tip and he's like okay put your head back and uh you know sure enough you, you know the covid test in america they just barely get into your nostril uh but this one was this was serious i could feel this thing right behind my eyeballs and uh, he was really twisting on it like really getting a <laughs> getting a sample and uh it's not that you want to gag it's not the gag reflex but you want him to take it out of there you'd prefer if he wasn't doing this to you <laughs> and so uh you know he had to move on to the other nostril it's really it's not that big a deal but it was the first time i had the the brain tickler 
And I'm happy to report that I am once again negative for COVID. Although it's amazing, I'm hearing in the States how the numbers are just plummeting, which is great, which is fantastic. And then I read that um, the Iowa governor took all restrictions off of bars and restaurants, and I thought, here we go. We never just know how to do things slowly. (laughs) Okay, so the numbers are down. What should we do? Just go back to normal, quick. Like, not just, just like, you're not going to lean into it. You don't want to just, like, increase capacity. You want to just completely remove all restrictions and just see what happens. All right, cool. Let's just keep prolonging this thing more and more. I mean, as it is, I feel like I'm just sort of pretending to work. But we are going to do this show. And uh, we're going to start tomorrow. Well, I'm going to start tomorrow. They've been working. They worked for, I guess, only three days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I think. And I'm going to join up tomorrow. That'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so I had the brain tickle. That was a good one. And from what I've understood, we're going to have um, twice-weekly COVID tests, but at the Opera House, which is which is a little bit more convenient. Not that the pharmacy was a big deal. It actually went really well. Uh, but there, everybody that was waiting to do it in there was all doing it for travel purposes. I don't think anybody was actually feeling sick. Uh, but somebody, I, I was uh, waiting in this area with somebody, and she admitted that she had had it prior, you know, months ago. And uh, I just asked her how it went. She was pretty young. She was 20-something. And and she said for seven days, she had something different every day. Like the first day was couldn't smell. The second day was couldn't taste. And the third day was a terrible fever. And the fourth day was nausea. And you know, like she just kept, she goes, every day it was something different. And this was three months later, and she was saying that her f- toes are still tingling like pins and needles in her toes months later. She said that was the only long-term repercussion. I thought, that's a that's a bad one. Three months, you're still with the toes? Like, that's that's um, that's not cool. Uh, I still really, really don't want to get this thing. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and skip that. But tomorrow's the first day of school, and I'm um, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to do it. I saw a lot of my friends made it down to Palm Beach to do uh, to do their outdoor bohem, and uh, I don't know. It feels like I was talking to another friend in New York, and she was starting to book uh, dancing work for um, uh, February, March. I think she said. So stuff's coming back. We're coming back. We're gonna have a slow rollout, but we're 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 getting there. I don't know if we're going to have audiences. Here in in Paris, they have sold tickets online for the April performances. I think of which I only have one or two. Um, But we're still waiting to hear about March. I don't know. My hopes are not high, but if if trends in the United States are going going backwards, I mean going down, then I would think that uh, Europe would, would follow suit. Is that fair? Is that fair to say? I know we're near England where they're just having like the worst ever. I don't know why England's so um, ass backwards about it. I'm trying to figure it out. They seem to have all the super strains. You got to lock them borders down, son. <laughs> oh, my my friends in the in the states can't even get get into Canada. Like, <laughs> you want to go to Canada? Uh, you know, it's like a 38 day quarantine, and you got to pay ten thousand dollars before you do it. Like. <laughs> Uh, we can't even get into Canada. I don't know what England's doing, but you gotta shut that shit down. All these weird strains. People, just go line up and get your vaccines. Line up and get your vaccines. It's time. 
It is time to move on. I uh, learned the other day that I'm my apartment here in uh, Paris actually is uh, faces the front of my apartment building faces uh, across the street to the building where Jim Morrison died. Jim Morrison, the world famous Doors, as you all know, I'm a I'm a Doors fan. I was up at Père Lachaise and paid my respects to the Lizard King the other day, and then um, you know I had learned that. He died in the apartment uh, across the street from me, which was kind of interesting, I guess. It's funny, I, I, I get into um, historical places, things, you know, this happened here. I like that. I can get into that. I've been to Graceland three different times in my life. I'm proud to admit. <laughs> I was an Elvis man, and uh, I'm sure I would have never sung a note had I not been exposed to Elvis as a, as a kid. And... Um, uh, and I've been to Graceland three times, and so it was kind of fun to be uh, just sort of randomly. I, I didn't pick this apartment because of that. It just happened to be that way. And, uh, yeah, kind of kind of neat. Like, this happened here. It's a little, you know, it's less, um, there's less pomp and circumstance to Jim Morrison's death here in Paris than uh, <laughs> than, than Graceland, which is basically the old, like the third reason to go to Memphis. I don't know what the first two reasons are, but I don't want to say that Graceland's the first reason, but <laughs> it probably is. Like barbecue, music, Elvis. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it was something. Um, I saw this uh, incredible article. I don't. Does anybody look at the Daily Mail? It's just, it's more trash. I don't know why I look at it every day, but it's one of those morning clicks, you know, like I look at the New York Times crossword puzzle, which by Wednesday, I'm starting to feel <laughs> inadequate. And by Thursday, I quit. <laughs> uh, I can do okay on Sunday, but uh, but I don't finish it. It's just too big. But um, but yeah, I was doing, uh, you know, so I'll, I'll, look, I'll look at the New York Times crossword. Feel super smart Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, not feeling less smart. Thursday, I'm a total dumbass. And uh, Friday and Saturday, I just don't bother looking at it at all. But I look at this game called Spelling Bee on there, which is an awesome game. And so I do that. And then I was I look at uh, the first five articles on the Daily Mail, which, again, is total trash, absolute trash. And I saw this thing, and it was in, I think it was in Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, while the Northeast is just covered in snow right now, uh, this couple were shoveling their driveway and clearing the snow from their sidewalk, I guess, and their, and their stoop, and, and they kept, like, dragging the snow across the street and, like, sh- shoveling it into the guy's, uh, the, the guy across the street's yard or driveway or what have you. I don't, it wasn't real clear, but they were moving their snow from their driveway uh, to on his property somewhere. And this single man uh, who, who lived there came out and was not, <laughs> was not pleased and a shouting match ensued. You know how I love my neighbors too. Nobody seems to do anything right. So I sort of <laughs> I get the sentiment of like, hey, the fuck are we doing? <laughs> so this guy goes out and he like confronts a husband and wife. And these people, I don't know, they look like they're in their mid mid late forties, I guess. Late forties, early fifties, who knows? They look like a disaster, but they were moving snow, and they were moving it into their neighbor's yard, and he wasn't having it. And so he went out, and there's no, um, there's no audio from what I can tell, but there's a video. 
of course. There's probably multiple angles. We just haven't got them yet. But pretty much anything you do now is definitely on video. Just I think that's fair to say at this point. Uh, anything that happens, it's been captured. We can't get away with crime like uh, like people did a hundred years ago. Like you're just there's going to be video. And so he goes out, and they're, it's clear that they're sort of like shouting at each other. Nobody knows what they're saying, but it's obvious because there's a lot of like heavy arm waving. There's a lot of like um, fuck you looking signs with their hands. And um, uh, it seems like some of the neighbors reported that they, that they were screaming, you know, the, the couple was, you know, fuck off, don't tell us what to do, we're going we're gonna to ruin your life. It was something along these lines. <laughs> so this guy, this single guy, goes like jogging back into his house. Now I'm laughing, it's, this is a total tragedy, this is horrible stuff, but it, it makes me laugh because god damn, it's like straight out of a movie. And so this guy comes out and he's got a pistol. And again, he's pointing the pistol at the two people as he's walking towards them. And he's you know, the, the two people, according to the neighbors, are like, ah, go ahead and do it. <laughs> you know, go ahead and shoot us. Do it. Like, daring the man to do it. <laughs> you have to know those might be your last words. And, uh, you know, they're shouting at him like, you pussy, you won't do it. He's pointing a gun at them. He's, he's, uh, he's moving on them. And the gun is up and he's walking towards them and, 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 um, you know, he's like in the shoot position <laughs> and they're daring him. And so he does, <laughs> he lights these two up. Now the video stops there. They didn't release that part of the video, which was, I was super annoyed by because I mean, if you just love to see the look on their face with like, Oh fuck, he did it. Uh, and so he puts these two people down now, according to reports, now, I have not seen this, but according to the neighbor reports, these two are not dead. But they're <laughs> they're shot, and they're on the ground. Homeboy goes back running into his house and comes back outside. This time, he's got the big machine gun. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's so awful. The, the, the weaponry <laughs> in America is just staggering. It is staggering. I can't believe the number of guns that exist in the United States. And and this guy comes out with a machine gun. They're calling it an AR-15. I, I don't know what an AR-15 looks like, but it, it whatever he's got, that's what they said it is. You know, It's a big old machine gun. Again, reports from the neighbors. They did not show this on the video, although I would have loved to see this because it's so fucking cinematic. Apparently... The guy with his AR-15 walks up to the woman who's laying on the ground bleeding, <laughs> definitely regretting that she said, go ahead and shoot. He walks over to her, according to the neighbors, walks over to her, <laughs> points the gun, point blank range, looks in her eyes and said, you should have kept your mouth shut. <laughs> and then finishes her off. Not a <laughs> oh god I'm gonna take a sip of my drink that's some cold blooded shit right there oh my god I mean if you realize that okay you pull out the 
the handgun, you shoot these guys. Right away, it, it's hard to uh, come up with self-defense. I mean, you just you went in, got your gun, you came out, and you shot them. That's premeditated murder right there. Definitely going to jail forever. I mean, but they're not dead, so I guess it's it's um, assault with a deadly weapon. You, you got 25 years. There's no doubt. So in this moment, he's like, well, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to do 25 years. I might as well make this fucking badass. Get the big boy gun. And he says, I mean, dead in her face. You should have kept your mouth shut and finishes her off. The husband got to watch. <laughs> it's sick that I'm laughing. Oh, I feel bad. I'm it's sick that I'm laughing. I just can't believe that this guy had it enough about him to just be like, all of a sudden, he's just dirty Harry. He's like, <laughs> I'm sure there's cameras on me. I'm sure the neighbors are listening. I'm going to say some cold ass shit. I mean, it, it, was, it was like one step short of Sam Jackson, uh, you know, and I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance. You know, that whole Pulp Fiction scene right before he shoots the guy, this whole quote, you know, like, you should have kept your mouth shut. And then <laughs> and just finishes her off with the machine gun, turns to the husband, puts that guy down. I mean, God damn. Whew. That is some cold-blooded shit. And I mean, of course, tragedy upon tragedy upon tragedy, the guy goes home and then like paces around for a little while and then shoots himself as the as the police are showing up, which, you know, is probably <laughs> it's probably the only thing you can do. I, I don't you know, at that point, um, you're not really going to have a good defense. Uh, you know, you could go through the trouble of of trial and all that stuff. Uh, enjoy. 12 seconds of fame or infamy or whatever. Um, or you can just check out. <laughs> He's like, well, I've had enough. I went out with a bang, so to speak. And um, that'll do. Good night, everybody. Oh, man. I just I, I keep thinking about that. You know, I, I thought about that. in I live in pretty rural Virginia. And I just assume everyone is armed and that's kind of how I go through my day and uh, I myself I'm not a gun guy I'm not against guns but I don't I don't I never I didn't grow up with guns um, I have held a gun I have shot a gun it's kind of fun but I don't I don't want there's no I would never have a gun in my house um, I mean I have things to uh, defend my castle but um, you know an AR-15 is not one of them and um, and so I don't I don't quite understand um, the gun culture, but there's I, there's plenty of people in my extended family that have uh, that have weapons, and they're very responsible gun owners. They target practice, or they're in the military, or what have you. They're they're you know big gun safes, and they keep them all locked up and all that stuff. And and they're responsible gun owners. I have no take no issue with that at all. Or hunters, no no issue whatsoever. But um, you know the machine gun <laughs> to kill your neighbors. This I have a problem with. <laughs> But I suppose if you're going to use one, you should say some cold shit right before you do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Three people are dead. Oh, but I mean, if you look at them, if you look at the three of them, it wasn't going great. People are definitely feeling hostile and pent up and, and COVID's been rough on everybody. And, you know, there was going to be some murders. I can't stop laughing. You should have kept your mouth shut. Boom! <laughs> uh, 
That's how that goes sometimes. Uh, this has been show 30-something, uh, Sunday, February 7th, 2021, from Paris. Tomorrow we get to work. Uh, first day of school for me. Uh, first day in a long time. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to being me. I don't know if my voice has got six hours in it, but we're going to find out. I really do think stamina will be the, the uh, last thing to come back, but we've got weeks of rehearsal to go, so I look forward to warming the whole thing back up. And um, that's good. I'll check in later in the week. Thanks, everybody. I love you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye.